0: Good morning, everyone. I wanted to create another episode today to talk about some common misconceptions that I've spoken about before um, in season one, <laughs> um, like very much at the beginning stages of this podcast, um, when when this podcast was still in uh, its its formative creation, and. I I want to dispel a couple of different things and kind of put all on to something because I feel like it's crucial to the manifestation community, especially in regards to manifesting a specific person. Because many people who are manifesting a specific person want to manifest someone who is a soulmate or a twin flame. Or someone who is just simply the one. But a lot of people look at soulmates and twin flames when they are looking at the one, okay? And I want to talk about this topic today because I feel like it's very important. So, when you are manifesting a specific person and you get into the idea of wanting to manifest a soulmate or a twin flame, First off, soulmates are very different from twin flames. And even if someone is a soulmate and winds up being the one for you, you can always have more than one soulmate. Think about it. You're in a relationship, but you have your best friend that you still talk to. You have your best buddy that you still go out and hang out with. That best buddy is like family to you, right? That best buddy is the is the kind of person that... If you were to get married to your specific person, if you were to get married to your soulmate, you would want that best buddy to be part of your wedding party. For 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 my guys out there, you might want that that best buddy is, is your is your male bud, so you might want him to be your your best man. For my girls out there, you might want that best buddy to be your maid of honor. For my non-binaries, you might even want your non-binary best friend to be your in your wedding party and, you know, helping you out. So, It doesn't matter what what gender identification you fall in. You have your best buddy. And your best buddy is with you through thick and thin. Your best buddy is like a sibling to you. Right? So that best buddy could very well be another soulmate. However, that soulmate doesn't have to be romantic. And just because you're soulmates doesn't mean you have to be romantic with each other. And it's the same thing with Twin Flames. Twin Flames. Twin flames are not always inherently romantic. But what is the difference between a twin flame and a soulmate? So twin flames and soulmates do, on a base level, have similarities. And those similarities come in the way in which both of these relationships, both of these types of relationships, are meant to help you grow. They are going to push you towards growth. They are going to encourage you to grow. They are going to give you sometimes the tools to do this. But with a soulmate, it's more of a tender type of relationship. It's not always a push type of relationship. With a soulmate, it feels more gentle. It really does. It feels more comforting. And yes, a soulmate is still going to call you out on your bullshit when you need it. A soulmate is still going to tell you a hard truth every now and again. But with a soulmate, you often feel like you're in a more tender and comforting relationship. And that is why a lot of people covet the soulmate. Because they feel that gentleness they feel that tenderness they feel that unconditional love and support they feel that sweetness with a soulmate it feels like they've known each other all their lives it feels like they would want that person to be a part of their uh, to be a part of their family and if it is a romantic soulmate they want that person to be in their life and they want that person to be their you know, romantic partner and they want that person to be the mother or father of their children. They want their, that person to be the, um, the person that they marry. But it's much more of a tender relationship with a soulmate. With a twin flame, there is tenderness and gentleness. There is very, very passionate love. And very compassionate love. And you're going to get, you know, very compassionate love from a soulmate as well. But with a twin flame, the difference between, the key difference between soulmates and twin flames is that soulmates, you can have more than one. And you're always going to have more than one. You're going to have your best friend who's your soulmate. You're going to have your, you know, your your sister, your biological sister, your, could be your soulmate. Your, your mom could be a soulmate. <laughs> You know, it's someone who nurtures you to grow, okay? But you'll feel it when you know someone is your soulmate or not. And, and you'll feel that connection. You'll feel that genuine, authentic, loving connection between you and a soulmate, okay? And sometimes it'll feel instantaneous, and then you'll continue to develop that relationship over the years and you're like, "Oh my god, this is the person who I'm going to legitimately whether romantically or platonically grow old with." And if it's and if it's a soulmate that's a best friend and you wind up growing old with them, then that's that person who winds up being your neighbor. <laughs> and you know, or, or someone that, you know, when you're, when you're old and gray and, and your, your spouse maybe has passed on, but you're still living, they're the one that you call up in the middle of the day (laughs) to go have sweet tea on your porch. All right. I'm a Southerner. So sweet tea on the porch is the thing. All right. Sweet tea on a porch in a rocking chair. (laughs) So, but the twin flame, you're only going to have one. And a twin flame is essentially... the. A lot of people will say, okay, it's the same soul in two bodies. Yes, pretty much it is. So what happens with a twin flame is that through a soul's journey... And this is the esoteric definition. Through a soul's journey... The soul gets to a point in several lifetimes... Where they live lifetime after lifetime after lifetime after lifetime. And at a certain point, they have come to a point where they can no longer be one soul. And that soul still has a journey to go on. But that soul will split into two. Because they cannot go on this next journey alone. They have done everything that they could do in all of their lifetimes on their own. And now, that soul is basically split into two and then reincarnated into physical humans. Two physical humans who share similar ideas, similar concepts, similar life paths. Even if they have interests that might differ. Even if they have some beliefs that might differ. When it comes to their life path, when it comes to their beliefs on the future and what they want for their futures, like like things like same political beliefs, same beliefs on marriage and kids same beliefs on generalized life path they might even go for this they might even go for similar careers okay and they're doing similar types of work with people that's what a twin flame is and a twin flame and and I'm not just saying you know like okay yeah because if you're if you're working at the same place as somebody, and, and, you know, you, you hit it off and you're really good friends, that's not necessarily a twin flame. Can be, but isn't. You'll know when you feel that twin flame energy. And sometimes you'll feel it before your twin does. If you've met your twin flame, sometimes you will feel that energy and you will understand that energy and notice it before your twin flame does. Especially if you are the more feminine of the two. Because with the the split twin flames, there's always going to be that duality. And what will happen is that regardless of gender, there is always going to be the masculine polarity and the feminine polarity. And both twins will have the capacity to exhibit both polarities and to work within those dualities. But... There will always be a twin that represents more masculinely, and there will be another twin who represents more femininely. And oftentimes you will see it play out in that way, where the one twin, regardless of gender, is going to be the more masculine of the two, and then the other twin is going to be more feminine of the two. And then they will have to balance out their masculine and feminine energies Through healing journeys. Because, and and by healing journeys, I mean that maybe they have gone through their lives in this incarnation experiencing masculine or feminine wounds. And they will sometimes experience the same masculine and feminine wounds. And they will mirror that back to each other. The twin flames mirror each other. Not always a perfect reflection, but very much will reflect what the other needs to work on. So, for example, let's say you and your twin flame are both sick at the same time with similar issues. Maybe they came down with the flu and they wound up having a sore throat as well. So, all of their sinus systems and all of their, you know, um, everything about their sinuses and everything about their throat and everything is just blocked. They're getting headaches. It's affecting their mood. They're sleeping all the time. They're lethargic. They've got a sore throat, they can barely talk, they're coughing all the time, and then maybe you don't exactly feel the same way. You may not have gotten the flu as well, especially if you're you know at a distance from each other. You may not have gotten the flu, but you started to feel a tickle in your throat, and you started to feel kind of lethargic, and maybe you were getting some headaches. It could be that you are mirroring the same things that both need to be healed within yourselves. And the reason that you both got sick in similar ways, maybe they got the flu and you got more milder symptoms, but you both got sick in the same ways because there is something that you both need to work on. And your bodies will And your bodies and immune systems will kind of start to get those signals of what it is that you need to work on. So take, for instance, the example with the throat, the example with the sore throat. Maybe you need to work on your communication. And maybe you've been holding back on communicating with whoever it is in your life that you really need to communicate with. Maybe you've been holding back at work with communicating with your boss that you can't keep taking on the work of you and somebody else and maybe you need to start setting a little bit of a boundary with work so that you can have so that you can create more of that work-life balance for yourself because maybe you're you're feeling like okay yes I know I need to work I know I need to go up I I know I need to go to work I know that I love my job but it's taking a bit of a toll when I feel like I can barely even breathe you know and and maybe you need to set a little bit of a boundary with work And if you have an understanding boss, then yes, go ahead and set that boundary. Or maybe you need to communicate with your twin flame, especially if you're not necessarily in separation. You both understand that you are twin flames. Maybe you need to communicate with your twin flame and let them know how you're feeling within the connection. Or maybe there could be a, quote, friend in your life that you might need to communicate with. And start setting boundaries with. And every time you've tried to set boundaries with this friend, they haven't listened. So maybe you need to go ahead and actually cut that person off. Pull out of that relationship. And you're not doing it. So what's happening is your throat might be getting sore because you are not using your power of communication. And, you know, that's very esoteric. But trust me, spirituality, spiritual health... Mental health, emotional health, and physical health are all intrinsically connected. All right. So, and I will also point out this. People don't like to hear the word trigger when it comes to twin flames because they will inherently think that because a twin flame will, quote, trigger you, that it is a toxic relationship. People have asked me because I, I, I mean, I read for twin flames. I, I am a tarot reader and I read for twin flames. And one of the types of readings that I offer is a twin flame reading. And it is a separate type of reading to any of my other readings because I do offer general readings and general love readings, but I will offer twin flames separately because it is a specific type of energy and sometimes goes into more in depth work. And people have asked me, I have had several people ask me and come to me several times and say, but isn't a twin flame relationship toxic? No, (laughs) no, it's not. (laughs) Okay. And I will tell you why. A twin flame relationship is not inherently toxic. And if you have a toxic person in your life that is exhibiting twin flame type behavior where they are mirroring you and they are reflecting what you need to work on and they are, you know, you really do feel like you feel good around them. You don't really feel like you feel butterflies around them. But something just feels a little bit off. Run (laughs) because that is not your twin flame. What happens is sometimes we will come across these people who will exhibit twin flame or soulmate behaviors. And oftentimes they will start with like love bombing and then they will exhibit certain toxic behaviors. And those toxic behaviors may be possessiveness towards you or even trying to slight you and make you believe that people who have been good to you up to this point are no longer good to you. So that they can try to move in and make you dependent solely on them. I've seen it happen. If a person is deliberately being toxic towards you in any way, shape, or form, whether covertly or overtly, that is not a twin flame, honey. A twin flame relationship can turn toxic. And the ways in which a twin flame relationship can turn toxic are as follows one, the most common one is twin flame obsession. When you are getting so obsessed with the twin flame journey, you are getting so obsessed with the fact that you found your twin flame, you know who it is, or you are getting so obsessed with finding your twin flame. It can create toxic, unstable energy because on one hand, you might feel like you are only complete if you find your twin flame. No, because even twin flames recognize that they are complete and whole on their own. Or they work to be complete and whole on their own, regardless of whether or not they have a twin flame. They work to be whole beings and whole entities on their own. And yes, they will maybe sometimes feel a little bit off balance at times because of the fact that they are always feeling that twin flame energy that isn't there. But there are certain lifetimes in which twin flames are meant for reunion, And sometimes this lifetime is not your twin flame reunion lifetime. But if you are getting obsessed with that twin flame journey, and you are getting obsessed with having your twin flame in your life, and you are putting your twin flame relationship up on a pedestal, that's when it can get toxic because you are becoming obsessed. And if you haven't met your twin flame yet energetically you are keeping that twin away from you because you are obsessed with the relationship if you have met your twin flame already and you know who it is you are keeping that twin flame connection away from you because you are putting them on a pedestal and you are getting obsessed with them you are getting obsessed with that energy you are getting obsessed with the need quote-unquote to have your twin flame Another way in which twin flame relationships can turn toxic, and I'm going to use the word trigger again, is when they trigger responses in each other and they don't want to work on the issues that are being triggered. Because yes, your twin flame can trigger responses in you. Your twin flame isn't there to deliberately trigger responses in you. They are there to help you learn how to love yourself and there to help you grow as a person and grow to be the best version of you but a twin flame can trigger responses in you especially if you have gone through similar traumas and oftentimes twin flames will go through similar traumas You will go through similar life paths. You will go through similar traumas. You will experience similar traumas in your childhoods. You will experience similar issues with masculine and feminine wounds. You will experience similar issues when it comes to previous relationships. Okay? You will experience similar cycles. And you may even experience similar habits to cope with those cycles. They mirror you in almost every single thing. And especially if you are um, opposite sex twin flames, they mirror you in almost anything but physical body (laughs) and and some of your interests and hobbies, maybe. You know, because yes, in this incarnation, they're going to pick up different hobbies and interests that may be completely different from you. You may share similar music tastes. You may share similar tastes in humor. You may be able to watch some of the same movies, but sometimes they're not going to, you know, read the same books as you or listen to 100% of the same music as you. Um, and they may, not, they may not insult your music, but they may not particularly like it. For, for example, if you are more of a country fan than they are, they may not insult the country music that you like but they may have their preferences when it comes to country music and they may not like rascal flats they may not like martina mcbride they may not like shania twain (laughs) but um you know they may like brooks and dunn they may like johnny cash they may like hank Williams senior whatever i'm just using those as examples okay because that's my type of music. That's what I like. I like a lot of, you know, that's my area of country music. (laughs) Um, But my point is, is that when they trigger these responses and you don't want to work on them, your twin flame is going to pretty much hold that mirror up to you and be like, hey, this is something that you need to work on. Um, One of my examples... I've had soulmates point this out, I've had friends point this out that weren't soulmates, I've had soulmates that have been soulmates for, you know, a lesson, basically, you know, for a short period of time, and then, you know, for some reason or whatever, what more than often, you know, due to moving and, and having different things go on in our lives. Um, I've had soulmates that I've, you know, stopped being friends with, not because we were unhealthy for each other, but because of life circumstances, such as we just drifted apart because we moved around a lot or we drifted apart because we grew up, you know, and we and we no longer aligned with each other. But um, I've had several people in my life tell me that one of my biggest toxic traits, and I do say toxic because this is a toxic trait or or maybe not toxic trait, maybe more of a negative habit, but also a toxic trait too. So, whatever whatever way you want to see this. One of my biggest negative traits is that I have a habit of running when the going gets tough or on the opposite spectrum I can be a little pushy and try to pry so either I will try to pry when a friend is going through is going through it and they're not telling me and I am witnessing them you know kind of start to lash out at me for something that I didn't do um I will I will start poking and prodding because I'm just like, uh, excuse me. I didn't do anything to you. So what the fuck is going on? (laughs) But then when I, when I start to shut down, when I start to shut down, I shut people out and I'm working on, you know, removing that habit because I don't want to keep shutting down and shutting people out. Um, but when I shut down, I shut people out. When I, you know, shut down, I shut people out that I don't need to shut out. People who haven't hurt me. People who haven't disrespected my boundaries. I will run. <laughs> and, and I recently had that pointed out to me by someone else who does the same thing. They were like, hey, look, I do the same thing. So it's easy for me to pick up in you what you're doing because I do the same thing, dude. And I'm just like yeah, I know it's not pretty. And they're like, well, if you know it's not pretty, then why are you still doing it? (laughs) But I've had several people tell me this, that one of my biggest habits when it comes to, you know, um, expressing my feelings and expressing my thoughts, I will try to express them and then I will feel as though I shouldn't. I will feel as though I shouldn't be talking about things, especially if it's things that... Um, I should have let go of. Traumas that I should have, you know, already shut down. And they're like, why are you running? You already brought it up. (laughs) You already did what you needed to do. You're already getting it out. Why are you running? Why are you running when um, we really need to talk about this? And... Why are you why are you saying that you're going to shut down and start shutting people out? What did I do? You know, especially because you're you're doing it towards me and you're lashing out at me and I've done nothing wrong. And yeah, that was that was a that was a thing that um I I have had I have experienced with several people telling me this so if my twin flame were to hold up that mirror and be like hey this is what you're doing and i can clearly see it in you because it's a habit that i've had before and i don't want you to continue to do that because not just because you know it's a slight against me but because you're hurting yourself your twin flame is going to legitimately be like hey look whether energetically or you know actually in a conversation if you've met your twin flame They're going to be like, hey, look, what you're doing isn't just hurting people around you. It's hurting you. You are hurting yourself. You are doing something that you know is wrong. You are doing something because of the fact that you have experienced ways in which you felt like you couldn't open up to people. You've experienced neglect. You've experienced abandonment. You've experienced trying to open up to people and then them turning it around on you and making you the bad guy and making you feel like you can't expect emotional support and making you feel like you can't expect moral support and all of these different things but guess what you've got people in your life who aren't making you feel that way you've got good friends you've got me you've got whatever you (laughs) so so why are you doing this why are you still acting in a way that isn't in alignment with your best self and that isn't in alignment with where you are right now. Your twin flame will trigger you. But they're not doing it to be toxic. And that is the common misconception. Is that when people hear that twin flames will trigger you. And that twin flames will trigger growth. They automatically assume that it's going to be toxic. That that, that there is going to be a toxic relationship between the two of you. That your twin flame is there to punish you. That your twin flame is there to um hurt you and be this toxic person toward you and be manipulative and be spiteful. No, your twin flame is not there for that purpose. Your twin flame is there to help you grow, to help you learn to love yourself, to help you see The things that you need to work on within yourself to be the best version of you. And yes, you can have a twin flame relationship and help each other grow. But if you are dependent on that person, if you are creating a codependent relationship, if you are bringing your traumas into that relationship and expecting them to help you carry that load and expecting them to be the be all end all for you expecting them to basically parent you instead of being your partner and being the person that you grow alongside in your own beautiful unique ways if you're creating codependency within the twin flame relationship that is another way in which the twin flame relationship can be toxic Not just that obsession, but the codependency that you might be, you know, creating within that relationship. Or you can also create an avoidant and dismissive relationship as well. Avoidant anxious attachment styles can even come up in twin flame relationships. And this is more of the psychological standpoint, but hear me out. If you have an avoidant attachment style within this incarnation, and your twin has an anxious attachment style, they might have that clingy, codependent behavior, and you're kind of avoidant because of the traumas that you've gone through in this incarnation, that can create a toxic dynamic as well. Because one twin is completely avoidant, and the other twin is completely right up your butt (laughs) you know and and it can create a toxic relationship dynamic just as with any relationship dynamic whether it's a soulmate relationship whether it's a twin flame relationship whether it's a karmic relationship whether it's a whatever and I don't want you to completely dismiss you know different relationship styles as being karmic or twin or or soulmate but more often than not, you will experience more of the negatives if you are creating those negatives within the twin flame relationship, as opposed to those negatives coming up with a karmic. And a karmic is a whole ball ballgame, which I'm not really going to get into too much because I've already done that in season one. You can go check out the episode in season one. But the common misconception of the twin flame relationship inherently being a toxic relationship, I want you to get that out of your mind. And if you are hoping to manifest a twin flame relationship, and that is the type of specific person relationship that you are hoping to manifest, I want you to focus on that self-concept as well, because your twin flame is going to bring out that self-concept for you. And if you don't want to be too triggered, you don't want to create toxic dynamics in that twin flame relationship, you have to be comfortable with working on yourself by yourself as well. Because yes, your twin flame is going to be there to support you. Your twin flame is going to be there to help you grow. Your twin flame is going to trigger some of that growth. But if you don't want to create toxic dynamics in that twin flame relationship, you have to be comfortable with being uncomfortable, working on your self concept. Okay? So, that is all I have for you today. I hope that this episode gave you a little bit more clarity on the differences between twin flames, karmics, and soulmates, even though we didn't really go too heavily into karmics. We went a little heavier into twin flame and soulmate. I hope that I was able to break down the misconceptions of the twin flame relationship being inherently toxic. And I hope that you feel more confident in manifesting your twin flame relationship and going on that twin flame journey, if that is still something that sparks your interest. I hope you have an amazing day and an amazing weekend, and I will see you again in the next episode. Bye! Hello everyone, this is Alice B. Skellinger, your hostess of the Skellington Grin Podcast. I hope that you enjoyed today's episode, and if you did, feel free to leave a rating and review. If you would like to open up episode discussion, feel free to send me a message on the Community tab through Spotify or Anchor, or simply email me at cartomancybyalice at gmail.com. That's C-A-R-T-O-M-A-N-C-Y-B-Y a-l-i-c-e at gmail.com. If you would like to purchase any of my spiritual services such as tarot readings, cord cuttings and relationship one-on-one courses visit my website at skellingtongrin.square.site That's s-c-h-e-l-l-i-n-g-t-o-n-g-r-i-n dot dot site You can also connect with me on social media by following me at Skellington Grin on Instagram and TikTok. I love you. I hope you have an amazing day. And remember, you are a master manifester. I'll see you guys next time. Bye.